0: Welcome to Natural Life Flow, the podcast for self-care to uplift you to your best self sponsored by Debbie Spinkalistic Therapies. My name's Debbie, I'm the host of the podcast with special guests or myself each week. I hope you enjoy this episode and if you do please comment, like or share and subscribe to the podcast. It all helps to spread the natural word. Hi and welcome to this week's podcast and we have a very special guest on the show Jeannie Limath and Jeannie is a qualified ACHO registered crystal healer and AOR registered reflexologist. Her passion is helping others embark on their journey towards self-discovery and fulfilment. Jeannie was awarded reflexologist of the year by Prestige Magazine in 2020 for the whole of Hampshire in in the UK. She runs workshops one-to-ones, meditation evenings and sells crystal
1: subscription boxes. Jeannie, hi and welcome to the show. Hello, 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 hello Debbie. It's an absolute pleasure, thank you for inviting me. Great to have you. Thank
0: you. So, Can you tell us more about your journey and how you came to be a crystal healer and reflexologist?
1: I certainly can. I'll try to keep it as short as possible. So I've always, to begin with, I've always loved crystals. Uh, My mum very much had crystals around her the entire time of me growing up. So whenever any of her friends needed crystals, she was always going back home, grabbing a crystal, and going and dropping off at their house and I think they all kind of rolled their eyes at her at that time um so I was kind of brought up with crystals I didn't really know much about them I just knew they were around my house and my mum loved them and I definitely remember when I was approaching my GCSEs and really struggling with the stress of it all you know it's the biggest thing I suppose we do as children isn't it so um I remember mum dragging me along to the local crystal shop who I still know now and they gave me like a little pouch of lots of different crystals to just keep me centered and have a little bit of everything and those crystals went with me to every single exam fast forward a couple of years and I've become an adult and and an adult enjoys her social life and an adult that ends up going to university and then to London so crystals were definitely kept at home dusty 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 and kind of forgot about them really and it's only until I would say that I became a parent that actually I really needed to tap into something that was lost, I think. Couldn't wait to become a mum. And it was the most beautiful journey. But my son was born early. He was a little premature. So the first beginning of his life was really quite stressful. And he's fine. And he came home and everything it was a nice, happy story. When I fell pregnant with Amy... I really struggled with worry and nerves that same thing would happen again. And I thought, oh, my God, I can't do this again. So that's when I first was introduced to reflexology. Someone said that that would be great. And if you were pregnant, you could have that therapy. And in those days, although it's not that long ago, it was really hard to find anyone that did anything on someone that was pregnant, as if, you know, we were really disabled. So I was like, you know what, I'll do anything to relax me because I was so hit up. And I had my first session and it was phenomenal. I never relaxed and just it felt almost like I went into a pure meditative zone very, very quickly, which I thought would be impossible touching someone's feet. Then Amy was born five days late, huge bundle of fun. I remember, you know, walking her into the maternity ward very, very chuffed with myself. So that was my first real taste of reflexology and it really doing what I wanted it to do for me, which was to enable the proper length of a pregnancy, a normal natural birth and happy days. And I didn't have to spend too much time in hospital. And then the hard work really began, I suppose, with having two youngsters. I think John was 20 months when Amy was born and it was really hard. And I was shocked by how hard it was. I was sleep deprived, had no money, you know, all of those kind of things. And that's where kind of I started bringing crystals back into my life. And I remember that I had to have a bit of a return to work. And I really didn't want to return to work where I was working. It was very, very stressful. And I had fallen in love with reflexology. So I took a giant leap with the support of my husband and went, right, let's do it. Let's return to work. But I'll also learn reflexology as well. This is where I think I need to be going. This feels more aligned with who I'm changing, who I'm becoming, I suppose. So that's how I started on reflexology. Fast forward 10 years, here I am. But crystals had been a part of my life and I really wanted to bring those in somehow to it. And my mum gifted me a course. It was just an introduction to crystals. It was a week long, which was a big deal. Me not working for a whole week as a reflexologist to do this. I was like, oh, not really. Let's just do it and see how it goes. And it really felt like the penny dropped. I felt that there was a huge part of me spiritually that wasn't fulfilled. And actually stepping into the world of crystal healing definitely opened, I suppose, Pandora's box. And it led me down all sorts of avenues that really floated my boat. And that probably was about five years ago. And so since then, I've just been building up that side of things that I do. And I absolutely am addicted to it and spreading the joy of reflexology and crystal healing I absolutely am so that's me in a nutshell I think I covered everything (laughs) (laughs) oh
0: it sounds awesome and yeah you can see often changes in life like having children a catalyst to these huge changes in career and really you go you go back to you're drawn to things that are actually your true nature I
1: think definitely I've always said that my children are my biggest teachers if I hadn't have had children I still probably would be pursuing stuff that really didn't matter so much to me it wouldn't have been so soul driven I suppose but having children it definitely like you says is that catalyst to go no I want more and I want to show my kids you can go and do more and um yeah so children they're magnificent aren't they they are (laughs) at the best and the worst (laughs) yes definitely it's definitely yin and yang isn't it it? (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) so the crystals I just I've not explored this myself at all Mm. but I just I've got a couple that have been given to me and I just imagine all these super array of wonderful crystals that have got all these properties and yeah. how do you go about choosing them or is it like the mystical like harry potter where the wand chooses you the crystals choose you, <laughs> you don't really it up and do you
1: know what i use that in my courses that's what i say <laughs> instead of the wand chooses you potter it's definitely the crystal chooses you At the moment, we're kind of stuck in that kind of moment that we can't go to a shop and get a crystal, which is why I've kind of created stuff that I chat to people and I give them the crystals that I think are best for them through my experience. But there is nothing better than going into your own shop and being drawn to a crystal. And it could be that it's the sparkliest crystal, it's the colour that draws you, the fact that you just can't not touch it, you can't leave the shop without it. Yeah. And there is definitely, it's all about energy. You know, we are energetic beings. We have a big aura around us. And I definitely think that the crystals just pick up because they're little crystalline energy balls of energy. And um, if there's anything lacking in us, they shine for us. And it is like that complete attraction that you just like, I know I need that because that will help me. You may not know why until you go home and then you Google it. And then you go, aha, oh my God, that's really spooky. The amount of times that people have gone, that is the spookiest thing ever. I went into the crystal shop, I did what you said and I've looked at what it means and I literally cannot believe it. I do believe it because it's happened so many times. It's, it's, yeah, you yeah. Know, it's more than faith, it's just fact for me. That's how most people go and choose their crystals is by seeing what inspires me. As people get more involved in crystals, there's definitely a sense that they want to learn more about individual crystals. And there are definitely crystals that are more abundant that we can get hold of much easily and are of a, you know, a relatively reasonable amount that we can afford. You know, there are some very rare, rare crystals that I certainly wouldn't be sending someone to go and spend £300 on their first crystal. I do believe crystals are accessible for everyone. And that is something that I really, really want to put out there, that you don't have to be really rich to be able to get yourself one crystal, two crystals and become a bit of an addiction. You know, I have to put that word of warning there. Once you start, you cannot stop (laughs) like a packet of Pringles. There is something about it. And certainly as we evolve, because we're constantly changing, you know, Lots of people have been doing more exercise during lockdown. I'm not one of them, but there's been more people that might have injured themselves because they're doing a bit more. So our bodies are constantly changing physically. There might have been a lot of emotional stuff that's been happening while we've been in COVID. So we're all changing constantly, whereas crystals do not change. They stay exactly the same. So something when you first go into a shop and go, oh, my God, I love that crystal. I've got to have it. When actually your energies change and that crystal has helped you, sometimes you don't need that crystal anymore. And there might be something that happens that's different, an experience, you know, something that happens in your everyday life. It creates another little dip in your energy field, and therefore you get attracted to another crystal that kind of helped you. My clients definitely like it when I kind of go, right, these are the crystals I think you need. So I kind of show them, and immediately they'll be like, ooh, what's that one and I'll be like ah, that's the one for you then do you know what I mean so yeah. it, it, it is amazing there are certain things that I can go. I think this is definitely where we need to focus on these are what I've got have a look at them and they immediately are drawn just by visually looking so it is it is quite exciting how people uh, are drawn to crystals.
0: It is it's absolutely fascinating and oh just the choice and just having that browsing and seeing what catches your eye and it, it's exciting oh,
1: it's it something is. very magical and mysterious surrounding it and I think that's also something that is quite attractive isn't it because it is. it is a little bit different and and it's all about learning more about yourself I think and when you go and you choose that crystal and then it tells you why you've kind of chosen that one you go oh my god that's pinpointed the feeling that I'm feeling And that I may not have recognised that that was the feeling. I recognised I didn't feel right, didn't feel great. I I couldn't pinpoint what that feeling was until I Googled it and went, that's the feeling, you know, because we're we're quite bad at actually really recognising and identifying how we're feeling. You know, Mm -hmm. if something happens, how has that made us feel? We're not very good at figuring out our little knot of emotions. And sometimes the crystals just make you go, that's what it is. Ah,
0: definitely. Absolutely. And how do you go about using the crystals? How do you draw draw out the power?
1: Yeah, I tend to. So whenever you get a new crystal, it's really important to get to know your crystal. I talk of it as bringing in a new family member. I know that sounds crazy and all my children do think I'm crazy. I'm quite lucky that my husband is not very attentive at all. He doesn't notice things. So I can bring in new crystals and he won't have a clue that they're there and maybe a month later he's like um is this new I'm like no darling it's always been there because i'm not actually telling a lie but it's really important to spend some time with the crystals so it's really important that they take a prime location you know whether it's in your front room your back room in your bedroom wherever it is it's really important that it's somewhere that you will see every day so that you you have that connection every day with the crystal it's important that um Normally, most people start with small crystals, not a big, massive geode cluster that's cost you know lots and lots. It's normally a small little one, that I tend to sleep with them under my pillow to begin with, carry them around with me in my pocket, or even my bra. I do tend to stuff crystals in my bra because I just want them close to me. So that is the best ways that I work with crystals. If you're in pain or you have discomfort in certain areas, it can be a really good idea to put the crystal to lie down or sit in a comfortable position and place the crystals on those area and just allow that crystal energy to work and to heal and do what it's supposed to do. I also do like having a bit of a crystal bath. There's only certain crystals that you can use because you don't want the crystals dissolving in your bath or, you know, shedding. But there are some crystals, the quartz family especially, that you can pop in with your bath. So it really adds a bit of healing energy to something already absolutely amazing. I love a gorgeous bath with some Epsom salts. But adding that crystal to it as well just sends it to a different level of healing powers, really. So those are the ways that I use them in my everyday life.
0: Fantastic. So (laughs) it's... It's quite flexible there on what you can do to get kind of acquainted yes. with your
1: crystals. Everything has to be flexible in this life. Mm-hmm. And
0: what are the benefits? What can people expect from certain crystals?
1: From um, certain crystals? So I suppose the the biggest, the, most people in their houses will have a rose quartz, which is a beautiful pink crystal. And it's part of the quartz family. Um, so the rose quartz is what I call a cuddle it's the cuddle crystal so if especially at the moment in lockdown if you haven't been able to get that tactile hug if your mum's not around anymore or you haven't been able to see your mum there is nothing better than your mum's hug and that is how I describe the rose quartz it is your mum's hug in a crystal so if you're ever feeling just lost sad alone. And rose quartz absolutely surrounds you with love. And then it reminds you to love yourself a little bit. So rose quartz is a really important crystal and it tends to be quite a first crystal for a lot of people. So we can really tap into our heart and and soothe our heart. The other wonderful crystal that most people have in their house is amethyst, which is a beautiful purple crystal of the quartz variety. And that is one of the absolute favorites It's a real gentle both rose quartz and amethyst have a real gentle healing about it so it's not a whoop you're not going to get a big kind of um, emotional crisis or healing crisis from using those crystals amethyst is very much the healer's crystal so if there are any areas in your body that need healing and using that amethyst placing it on that area or using it in your bath, popping it under your pillow. It is great at relaxating, relaxating? Relaxing you. So it's one of those crystals that really allows you to relax fully. And that's so important when you're trying to heal your body. So important that when your body is still and calm and quiet, that's when your body can self-heal. And so that's what those the two wonder crystals that I tend to send people to, first of all. Because they are really easily able to get hold of, they're affordable, and they tend to hit the nail on the head with most clients that I see to begin with. So those are the crystals that I would yeah, love people to all people to have in their homes.
0: Yeah. Oh, lovely. And you touched something on the the rose quartz then. I got a little heart shaped one that a friend sent me a couple of years ago when my mum passed away. So to say, oh, the mom, yeah.
1: get was like, oh, please it's keep t- talking. And, and you know, if I, if anyone comes to me and asks, you know, my friends lost someone, someone's died, passed away. That's the first crystal. I'm like, just you need to send them a rose quartz. It needs to be in their life. And it's really funny because you you'll get that sense of feeling, but you might also get heat and warmth. You might feel connected to that person that has passed away. It might almost feel like they do come and say hey I'm okay and you get that beautiful sense of relief that actually everything is okay do you know what I mean so it's very personal to everyone there is no right or wrong way that you will feel with these crystals they'll just feel good there won't be any horrible feelings it will just feel nice and that is what I am all about encouraging our well-being and feeling good oh absolutely and
0: I've heard about cleansing crystals. Are they? Yeah. Do you need to care for your crystals?
1: You what, definitely like? do. I think um, the more you work with your crystals, the more you know. Like I said, that it's like a new member of the family. That is how you would be with, with any new pet, any new child that you have. You do look after them. You want to look after them because they bring you so much more benefit if they're looked after well. So with crystals, I definitely it depends how much you use them and that is key to this, not necessarily in cleansing, but in um, crystal healing, is that you have to use them. When you are feeling bad, you have to have that kind of trigger that goes, go to your crystals, go and hold your crystals. And sometimes we're not so good at listening to those voices when we are in a dark place. So to anyone that's listening now and is in a dark place and has got some crystals, go and grab them now while you're, you're listening to this. But the other thing is, is that they can take on negative energy or, you know, they can take on a lot of stuff. And it's also important to realize that these crystals have been around for millions and millions of years. You may be that owner now of that crystal, but it's definitely going to live much longer than you, your children, their generation. So if you think of how many people may have come across that piece of crystal actually it might have been in touch with a lot of people before so whenever you get your crystal your first crystal it's always a great idea to cleanse it I tend to cleanse with water Uh, the majority of crystals you can cleanse with water there are some that you can't so selenite and kyanite you can't cleanse with water because they're quite soft crystals they do tend to discolor and dissolve away so I always tend to cleanse them either with water I like to also cleanse them with maybe a Tibetan bowl or a gong of some sort. I mean, I don't have a massive gong here. I'm trying to think of what your uh, listeners would understand. Have like little tinctures, any kind of beautiful sounds. That's another lovely way to cleanse your crystals. And you can do them all at once when you've got the sound. You don't have to take one crystal at a time and put them underwater. That can be quite time consuming and quite wet and messy you know, all of those kind of things. Another way is by saging them with some kind of incense, by passing the smoke of an incense stick or the sage bundle over your crystals. That's a really great way to cleanse them. There is also a way of boosting their energy, which is slightly different from cleansing because once they're lovely and cleansed, all the negativity is gone. Great way to really boost the crystals is under a full moon, Or under a full sunny day I do tend to leave them on windowsills rather than outside just because animals love crystals and foxes you know badgers cats they love curling up around these crystals and some of them will take them to their little dens which I think is quite magical and personally that's fine for you to take a crystal but if it was one of my really expensive crystals I'd be mortified Could you imagine all these like foxes, you know, with all the crystals over their body, like outside? (laughs) I would like to see it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Me too. How did you come to blend the crystal healing with the reflexology that you do?
1: It was quite a natural thing, really. I mean, I absolutely love reflexology. Like you said, like I said, it was my first love. It was the first thing that absolutely sent me into that real meditative zone without having to do anything myself when you're new at this kind of world meditating can be tricky. and for me it still can be tricksy if I've got a lot going on in my head obviously people don't like their feet some people don't like their feet being touched which I just think it's bizarre but there are people like that out there so they obviously don't get the massive enjoyment from reflexology But it came about when I was doing my crystal course that actually you can get all sorts of different types of crystals that can be carved into specific one shape, I suppose. So you have like the pointy end. That sounds really ridiculous. The pointy end. And then you have like the the soft end. So you could really use those. So instead of using your thumb and wearing out your thumb muscles, because actually that is something that us reflexologists should be careful of. Of repetitive stress injury, using the, the crystal point and the crystal massage end, you could really get into those places without having to use your thumbs. But also, if you think of the energy that is within the crystal, when it comes to that point, it's like a laser beam of energy that comes out of it. So it's really great at really pushing through some positive energy much further than my thumb could possibly kind of push through. So it was kind of a really great, great way to encompass both and actually get a really powerful healing session, really. And there are certain areas on the the feet that uh, align with our chakras that are on our body. So I could also bring in quite a lot of the chakra healing that I do through crystal healing into the reflexology. So it's quite exciting, really. I've really enjoyed kind of adapting the reflexology and I've enjoyed bringing it to clients of mine that were regular reflexology users you know they absolutely addicted to it and I was like is there any chance I could just you know use a crystal and they thought what on earth is she talking about but they've thoroughly enjoyed it and the majority of my reflexology clients do tend to end up having crystal reflexology because it's the best of both worlds oh it sounds blissful I know it's something that I'm really I can't wait to book my first pre on yeah. again, my first healing session because I'm like I really need it just as much as my clients I really need it too
0: yeah yeah I know what you mean there you uh, get into the zone yourself and oh it's yes just amazing as well as a human body can you uh, use crystals for the powers on other areas I think just some yeah, people you cleanse can... room you know
1: Yeah, yeah, you can definitely cleanse the environment that you go into. So it tends to be nicer to have a bigger piece of crystal that cleanses that area, especially because it's a focal point. And crystals are beautiful, aren't they? They go, ooh, I don't like that crystal. You know, they're, they're, uh, oh, wow, isn't that gorgeous? So I do like to have certain crystals around my house. I love amethyst. That is definitely one crystal that is everywhere. I have quite a few pieces of quartz. Now quartz is what I call my master healer because it's a clear crystal, it's transparent. It's got every color of the rainbow within that crystal. So actually it can be used for anything. So I tend to program my quartz crystals, my clear quartz crystals for particular zones as to what they should do. So I do have quartz in my children's room where I have programmed it to try and minimize the amount of electro magnetic kind of pollution that's going on in their room because they're teenagers or yeah. approaching it they're obsessed with you know phones pcs game consoles ipads you know they've got everything i remember when i just had a walkman you know and that was my yeah. entertainment but, you know they've got all this stuff and i'm very aware that there can be a significant Problem of sleep if they've got all these things in their room, so having wrote the clear quartz there, I kind of program it to try and prevent that as much as possible. I do have some protection crystals that I like to have around my house, so I have some tourmaline, which is a black crystal, and so that just protects protects my family, the people I love the most, and I also love citrine, which is an abundant stone. So I think everyone deserves a bit of abundance. So there's always Citrine in the corner of my house, sitting there doing what it needs to do to bring good health and good fortune to my house and everyone that's in it. And hopefully it filters out into the community. I'm a great believer Mm -hmm. that it does you know the vibe can spread it doesn't have to contain in my house do you know what I mean I'd like to actually go and have a look on like local police kind of reports to see how many bad things have happened in my road so I swear that the crystals protect it <laughs> oh, that's, <laughs> that's a,
0: lovely. Lo- a lovely thought yeah I just imagined it emanating out of your house and, oh yeah that would yeah.
1: be awesome I'd like to know that that does what it's supposed to do Detective I like bubble. To yeah yes
0: <laughs> and is there an instance you could describe of like a client that's got amazing results from one of your treatments
1: oh there's there is quite a few there's quite a few it tends to be people that have had trauma in their life that has been they've gotten on with life but they've never necessarily looked at the trauma that has happened to them so it tends to be once we kind of break down those barriers with the crystals and they start vocalizing stuff a bit more and actually owning that part of themselves that they they do have phenomenal changes a lot of people that I know have real serious chronic conditions have got much better they're never going to be without that title you know they're never going to be without their diabetes title they're never going to be without their fibromyalgia title but they're certainly having a much better life you know their diabetic medication is now not required they're on you know their own diet is controlling their diabetes i've had clients with fibromyalgia that can now live pain-free as long as they keep on doing all the positive things that are good for them, as long as they keep it going, then they seem to be doing really, really well. I definitely have had so many clients during lockdown that have had massive flare-ups because they have not been able to have their regular treatments. And that is something that I find so sad that we haven't been able to help them because we're not Mm. allowed to and that there's a fine attached to it. So that has been quite a struggle for me and my clients. I have been lucky enough that in the the Association of Reflexology, who I look at, are part of my group that I'm part of. As long as there is a GP referral, then I can see some clients. So I have been able to see those that the GPs feel is an emergency. And those GPs that feel reflexology is a valid, holistic approach because they don't, not many do. Mm. the thoughts are changing definitely they're changing so some of my clients have managed to get successful gp referrals some have not so that has been something but it's just it's another thing to do isn't it another bit of stress that they could do without
0: true yeah yeah and just the tip of the iceberg so hopefully with social prescribing and the, the way things are going gps realizing that they can't Get round to treat everybody, and quite often they're putting sticking plasters. I think one GP said on yeah, totally sym- symptoms that therapies like reflexology can really help and make a difference. So,
1: definitely, it all forms part
0: of the healthcare.
1: We will slowly get there one day, I'm sure.
0: We will indeed. Is there one big takeaway that the listeners? should take away from this
1: take it away yes let's well don't grab yourself crystal um I think the takeaway is is to be open-minded and open-hearted about these other things that are available to us and available to us quite easily so I definitely suggest that people when they start getting physical symptoms whatever that physical symptom is if it starts becoming a regular problem that they just need to quieten their body. They just need to slow down and empty that mind and doing things like meditation, doing things like placing crystals on your body while you relax really has a very special power to enable your body to heal. And I think once you have that experience, you won't go back. You'll, If something happens in your body, you'll be like, what crystal do I need first? Before you go, what medication do I need first? And wouldn't that be a lovely world that we lived in, that medication was used in the last case scenario? It would be wonderful. Oh, it would. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 So that would be my takeaway. When you can, go into a crystal shop and just have a little explore. You will feel like a child in a sweetie shop. And just even that energy in itself is wonderful to feel that kind of giddy happiness.
0: And if you had an hour for yourself from self care, what would you choose to do?
1: What do I choose to do? I always, I should go for a run. I should do some proper exercise when my heart is racing. But I prefer to, I love reading. That's one of my favourite things. But I love meditating. I love collecting some crystals and really kind of putting on some soothing music and just to myself. I love exploration that I can do of myself. And it makes me much more aware about situations. It makes me much more aware about myself. And I really believe that knowledge is power. So when you have a huge amount of self-knowledge, you can actually make much better informed choices about what you want to do. I think everyone should have an afternoon nap every afternoon they should go home at two o'clock or three o'clock place some crystals on them you know set a timer on their clock and for an hour just have that complete zone out where you're not washing up you're not thinking about oh my god I've got mid-nose day and I need to get something for the kids to wear tomorrow everyone should have that hour a day it's not necessarily achievable might just be half an hour, it might just be 15 minutes, but I think it's really, really important to just let our mind catch up and calm down.
0: Yeah, that's a
1: really valid
0: point. That's excellent. I know that people, you see people that always got the mind in a spin, and they're always go, 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 the next thing and the next thing, and got everything lined up. And you just need to step
1: back and find that space yeah. to just be. To just be. Yeah. And it's a really, really weird thought process, isn't it? That people are like, but I can just be. I can just be when I'm reading the newspaper, or I can just be when I'm watching the football, or I can just be when I'm watching the daily binge on Netflix, but actually that's not just being. You're totally distracting and not spending the time with you. And you are the most important person, aren't you? It's it's a It's wonderful once you start realising how powerful and how much that benefits you. You won't ever go back.
0: Absolutely. Definitely. So where can people find more about you, Jeannie?
1: So you can head to my website, which is www.soulcare.org. The soul is spelled S-O-L-E because it's the soles of your feet. Brilliant pun by my husband, except when I'm actually speaking it out loud and I have to describe how to spell it. I'm also found on Instagram at Healing. So those are the two best places for you to go and find me and follow me and see what's going on. Sign up to my newsletter. You can get involved in as much as you want. I offer, you know, one-to-one stuff as well as a lot of online bits and pieces, subscription boxes, the package. I'm available really to do one-to-one meditations all of that wonderfully so is able through zoom thank the lord for zoom kind of thing um but I'm very much looking forward to you know fingers crossed end of April to get started on actually seeing clients and being able to do what I really 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 love
0: yes absolutely amen to that amen yes (laughs) definitely It's been wonderful to have you on the show, Jeannie, and I'm sure the listeners are going to be rummaging in the next crystal (laughs) shop that they come across once lockdown ends,
1: so that's amazing. Thank you so so much, Debbie. It's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you.
0: I hope you enjoyed this episode of Natural Life Flow. If you did, please feel free to like, comment, share the podcast with your friends and subscribe write a review, it all helps with spreading the word